Boston Blackie, Blackie and the Fur Trade, circa 1945. Here's the fur coat I was telling you about, Harry. The one in the window right there. Which one, Janet? That one, the second one to the left. It's a mink, isn't it? Uh-huh. Can you get that one for me? Sure I can. Easy. But it cost $10,000. That's the one they showed in the ad. Well, is it the one in the ad? Yes, I'm sure it is. Okay, baby, then I can get it for you. But how, Harry? How? I'll show you how. When? Now? Oh, no, it may take a couple of days. A couple of days? Yeah, it never took me much longer than that to get fur coats before. But that was in other cities, darling. Maybe things are different here. Maybe, but I'm the same and my plan's the same. Yes, darling, I know. Okay, then, as long as you know, all we need to do to get that coat is $2,000, a rainy day, and Boston Blackie. Now on to Richard Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Okay, Janet, let's get moving. You got the coat, Harry? The mink? What'd you think I was doing while you were paying two G's for that Persian lamb? Well, where is it, Harry? Where's the mink? Right here on my arm, under the raincoat. Oh. Hey, I'm getting soaked. Yeah. Taxi, taxi, hey, taxi. Taxi! Oh, that's good. Come on, Janet. We're in luck all day today. We got a cab and a first try. Come on, get in. Ah, it's good to get in out of the rain. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Western Hotel, driver. Okay. We'll go to my place for a while until we dry out, Janet. Anything you say, darling. Ah, Harry, you're so wonderful. Like me, huh? Love you. Maybe uh, you just love those things you're getting because I'm smart. Ha, you know better than that, honey. Doesn't it feel snug with me next to you? Yeah, it feels great. But don't think I'm forgetting you're snuggling up to that mink coat I've got on my arm. Oh, honey. Now, kid, you got work to do. What kind of work? You're going back to Boston Blackie. There's something you gotta do for us. Can you do it? Can I? Blackie will do anything I say. Hello, Blackie. Hello, Janet. Come in. Thanks. Did you get the coat? Yes, I did. You obviously didn't have any trouble. Oh, none. Oh, none at all, thanks to you. Don't thank me for anything else. Glad to do it for you. Well, I want to thank you all just the same, Blackie. After all, I couldn't have got this without your help. Well, you can have my help anytime you want it, Janet. Say, that's a pretty coat you're wearing. Is that the one? It's one of them. The other's a mink and beautiful. And Blackie, you're wonderful. I can't thank you enough. Don't look now, but you just thank me very nicely. 
I think you're sweet. Wonderful and sweet. Say, I'm quite a guy. I should say you are, Blackie. I'd like to bring that mink to you. Would you keep it for me, please? Well, uh, sure, but why? Well, I think it's safer with you. I don't like to keep it in my hotel room. Well, I can keep it in a safe place for you until you leave town, if you like. Oh, that won't be for several days yet. Maybe a week or two. All I want to do is get a few more things while I'm here. You'll help me with them, too. You can count on me. I'll do my part. As well as you did this time? Don't worry. You just name the store. I'll do the rest. Blackie, that's all I want to know. Open up, Miss Wesley. Open up. Who is it? Faraday. Inspector Faraday. Open the door, Miss Wesley. Just a second. Come on, come on. Well, you can at least wait until I get the door open. What's all the excitement about? I'm looking for something and someone. Well, if it's Blackie, he isn't here. Nah, I'm not looking for Blackie yet. What I'm looking for right now is proof of something maybe you and Blackie did together. Well, let's see. We went to the movies together last night, and would you like to see the ticket stubs? No. I'd like to see some stolen furs. Stolen furs? Yes, stolen by a man and a woman. The description of the woman almost fits you. And I have a hunch that that man is Harry Barlow, wanted for murder in Kansas. Well, that's fine, Inspector Faraday. But what does that have to do with Blackie? Plenty. Blackie phoned the stores and recommended some customers. And shortly after they showed up, expensive fur coats were missing. And you think I was the woman? Yeah. Well, I wasn't. Well, maybe you were, maybe you weren't. But I'm going to search this apartment just the same. Oh, no, you're not, Inspector. Oh, yes, I am, Miss Wellesley. Not without a search warrant. Oh, you know the law, do you? I certainly do, and you can't search my apartment without a search warrant. That's right, Miss Wellesley, I can't. But it just so happens that right here in my pocket, I have a warrant to search this apartment. You what? Sorry, Miss Wellesley, I hope I don't find anything here, but you take a look at this warrant while I look at your closets. Oh my gosh, this is a warrant to search my apartment. You're not joking. I say I'm not. And I'm looking for a mink coat, ermine cape, a chinchilla coat, and a sable wrap. What? You heard me. Well, you're certainly not going to find him there. Unless that six-year-old camel hair looks like a brand new mink to you. No, even I know a mink from camel's hair. Nothing I'm looking for in there. What's in this closet? Oh, be careful. That has my cleaning stuff in it. Yeah? Hmm. Floor mop, vacuum cleaner, dust mop, and broom. Is it a clean one, huh? Sure. So why don't you come clean with me? You have other closets here, don't you? Yes, yes. There's one right over there. I suppose you're going to look in that one, too. The warrant says I can search your entire apartment, Miss Wellesley. Well, go ahead, Inspector, if you can stand the disappointment. Now look, I don't say that you and Blackie stole anything. I just think that you and Blackie had something to do with those missing furs. 
The only furs I have are missing, Inspector. Missing from my wardrobe. Budget, you know. Yeah, well, let's see what's in this closet. It looks like there's nothing in here but dresses. Oh, well, it's strange that it should look that way because all it has is dresses. Wait a minute till I look behind them. Aha! What did you find behind them, Inspector? Nothing, just the wall. Only, what's this? Over on the side of the closet. It's just a box. Well, it looks as though it might have a coat in it. A fur coat. It's heavy. Inspector Faraday, don't open that box. No, my warrant says I can search this apartment and everything in it. Yes, but don't open that box. Please, you can't. Blackie said it wasn't to be opened by anybody. Blackie sent this box to you? Yes, and he warned me not to open it. Please, Inspector, please. Blackie must have a good reason. And I think I know what that reason is, too. Oh? I'm opening this box. Inspector, I don't think you know why you... This string is as strong as wire. I got it. And I'm going to get it, too. Blackie will never believe that I didn't open it. Ah, if it has what I'm looking for in it, I'll tell Blackie who opened it. Oh, golly! Well, it's open and... Miss... Yes? Want to come and have a peek? Why? What's in the box? You know what's in it, and now I do, too. A fur coat! A mink! A stolen mink! Oh, no! Yes! Well, Blackie didn't steal it. So you say Blackie sent it to you. Blackie asked you to hide it. But Blackie had nothing to do with this, huh? Well, I don't know why he sent me this coat, or he asked me not to open the box, but I'm going to find out why. I'm going to see Blackie. You're going to see him? Yes, I am. And I'm going to get a few things good and straight. Well, I'm going to see him, too. Because at last, I've got proof that that boyfriend of yours is crooked. Hello, Blackie. Oh, Janet, come on in. You're alone? Uh-huh. How'd everything go at the store this afternoon? Not a single hitch. Look at the coat I got at Baxter's. Like it? Expensive. I got two. This was the cheaper one. Everything worked out all right then, huh? Perfectly. Glad to hear it. Tell me something, Janet. Did you door buzzer? Uh-oh. We're not alone anymore. Oh, dear. Come in. Hello, Blackie. Goodbye, Faraday. Don't you say hello or goodbye to me, Boston Blackie. Well, uh, Mary, I didn't expect you. This is... Never mind who that is, Blackie. I know. She's the girl you sent to the stores to steal the fur coats for you. What? And the nerve of you hiding them in my apartment. Blackie, you opened that box, Mary. No, she didn't. I did. And I know this girl's been working with you. She's wearing the fur coat she got at Baxter's this afternoon. Blackie, you better do something about all this. 
I'd say he better miss whatever your name is. He has some explaining to do. He can explain everything to me down at headquarters. Come on, lady, you're going with him. Blackie? No, she isn't, Faraday. You're not taking us anywhere. No? You deny you sent that coat to Miss Wellesley's? No, I admit it. And I admit I told her not to open the box, too. Oh, why, Blackie? Why did you do that? Let's not worry about why, Miss Wellesley. He admits everything. I think you'll admit that there's a gun in my hand, too, Faraday. Blackie, put that gun away. Not until I put you away, Faraday, in this closet. Oh, Blackie, please don't! Quiet, Mary. What are you doing? I know what I'm doing. Get in this closet, Faraday. All right, Blackie, but so help me. Come on, Blackie, let me out! Let me out! Let me out! Oh, Blackie, you shouldn't have done that. It's all right, Janet. Don't let Faraday bother you. Blackie, what's this all about? You have nothing to worry about, Mary. Oh, I haven't? And I'm supposed to think this is all funny? No, it's not funny at all. I have Faraday locked in the closet. Now you get into this one. What? Sorry, Mary, sorry, but you're going to be left in the dark. Blackie, Blackie, what are you doing? Locking you in a closet, too. Can't you tell? Hurry, come on, get out of here, Blackie. Let me out of this closet. Blackie, what do we do now? Janet, those two are behind locked doors now, but we're not. We're getting out of here. Janet Corning and a man named Harry Barlow wanted for a Kansas murder are stealing furs and apparently getting assistance in their work from Boston Blackie. Inspector Faraday is convinced that Blackie is working with the thieves when he finds a stolen fur coat hidden away in Mary's apartment. When confronted with this evidence, Blackie locks both Faraday and Mary in a closet and escapes with Janet. As we return to our story, Blackie and Janet are in Blackie's car driving down the street in a remote part of town. All right, Janet, tell me what this is all about. Oh, Blackie, I'm glad you asked me that. I've been almost crazy trying to tell someone, but I've been afraid. But you're not afraid to tell me. No, because you can help me. Somebody better help me. On account of my trying to help you, I'm really messed up. You can get out of this, Blackie. You always do. But what about me? What about you? Well, you know who I am, don't you? Of course I know who you are. Niece of my best friend, Charlie Kingston. That's why I went to the trouble of locking Inspector Faraday in a closet. And that girl. Why did you lock her in the closet, too? So Faraday would know that she was in on this. Now, come on. Tell me what kind of a jam you're in. Blackie, I'm working with a man named Harry Barlow. Not because I want to, but because he tricked me into it. And Barlow is making you do what? Steal furs with him. How? Oh, it's all very simple. I go in and I ask to look at furs, and while I buy a cheap one, Harry steals an expensive one I've looked at but didn't buy. Blackie, he made me to get you to recommend them so the stores wouldn't hesitate to show us their best stuff. Oh, so that's the racket. Okay, I can get in touch with this fellow. I'll give you his address. If you want to go and see him, just walk by him by surprise. I have a key to his room right here in my bag. 
No, never mind about that. Just give me his address. Where does he live? At 507 Lane Street. 507 Lane Street, huh? I think I can go up and have a little talk with that guy. But Blackie, please be careful. He's dangerous. So am I, sometimes. And this is one of those times. But he really is. You're taking an awful risk and you shouldn't do it, not for me. I'm not doing it for you alone, beautiful. I'm doing it for myself, too. Furs is supposed to keep people warm, I can believe that. The ones you and Harry stole certainly have made it hot for me. What's this, Janet? Oh, hello, Harry. Just like that, hello, Harry. Sorry I interrupted your packing. Going somewhere? Oh no, not exactly. I figured we have to leave town almost any time now, so I wanted to be ready. Oh, you did, did you? Uh-huh. You weren't gonna run out on me or anything like that. Honey, you know better than that. I did once, but that was before you met Blackie. Blackie? Now look, Harry, there's nothing between him and me. I just sent him all the way to the other end of town at a phony address. He wanted to find you, honey. Find me? For what reason, kid? To knock me off so you and him could be a team? Harry, you can't. No more lies, Janet. Here you are, ready to pull out and leave me to take the rap for all those fur jobs. You figured we were through, didn't you? Oh no, Harry. Honest, I didn't. I got news for you. You and I are through, but I've decided that just now. I'm packing you in. You're as hot as a two-bit pistol. You can be picked up by any of those sales girls that waited on you. I was gonna string you along in spite of that, but I changed my mind now. I'm leaving town, but you are staying here. Okay, bud, that's all right with me. Is it? Yeah. It better be, you know, kid. You're a natural-born double-crosser. You just sent Blackie on a wild goose chase. Okay, you crossed him. You were gonna pull out of here and pick up your own loot and scram. That means you were gonna cross me. You can't be trusted, Janet. Uh-huh, you can't be trusted. Look, Harry, you're going haywire. You're just blowing your lid. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm thinking good, baby, very good. I'm getting out of town and I'm leaving you here. I can't let you spill all about me to Blackie or the cops. No, I won't talk, Harry. Honestly, I won't. You say you won't. This Persian lamb coat here, yeah? Lovely, isn't it? Yeah? Come on, baby. Come here. Harry, you know something? Hmm? You're lovely too, Janet. Too bad you couldn't play anything straight. Harry, you're not... Not what, dear? Harry, you're not... Relax, relax, that's better. You know, I just thought of something. Huh? You used to say when we started out in this racket that you wanted all the good things you could grab. Yeah? Yeah. I want you to be loaded with diamonds and smothered in mink. Yeah, but I... Harry, put that coat down. You wanted to be smothered in mink, huh? Well, you're going to have to make a slight sacrifice, darling. You're being smothered in Persian lamp.
Hey, Faraday, you still in the closet? Where do you think I am, in Florida? Well, I'm going to let you up. Well, it's about time. Where have you been? At a phony address. Oh, your address is going to be in city jail in a minute. Hold it, Faraday. I know when I've made a mistake and I admit it, too. You sure made a mistake by locking me in that closet. That's the least of my mistakes, pal. Wait till I get Mary out of her closet. Mary, you all right? Oh, I'm just fine. I love it in here. It's so airy and the view is divine. I'm sorry, Mary, but I had to lock you in. Golly! I wanted Faraday to know that you and I weren't working together on this. Forgive me, will you? I don't know. First, I have to see what life is like on the outside. My goodness, it's still daylight, isn't it? Maybe it's daylight, Miss Wesley, but your friend Blackie is going to be in a nice dark cell. Look, Faraday, look, I told you I made a mistake. I thought that girl was a niece of my friend Charlie Kingston and in a jam, so I was trying to help her. What do you mean you thought she was Charlie Kingston's niece? Didn't it occur to you to check? I tried to, Faraday, but Charlie's traveling in Europe and I couldn't get in touch with him. She had a letter, but, but now I know it's forged. Fine time to find out. All right, but that doesn't explain everything. All right, you want to know what I've been doing to help these two? Well, it's nothing, really. All I did was phone the stores and ask that my friends be taken care of. Apparently, they wanted me to do that for two reasons. One was to be sure that they only saw the best furs. And second, so when they left town, the heat would be on me. Well, that coat in my apartment certainly puts the heat on me. I'm sore about it, Blackie. Well, I can explain that too, Mary. Janet asked me to keep it for her. I didn't want to leave it here. Any character in town is liable to drop in here any time. So I thought the safest place would be in your apartment. Oh, fine. Fine, so you keep a fur coat for another girl in my apartment. But Mary, don't you see why? Oh, yes, I see now. Well, I don't see why you warned Miss Wesley not to open the box. That should be obvious to a school kid, Faraday. If Mary had opened the box, she'd have the thought the coat was for her. And I didn't think it was right to ask her to keep a coat for somebody else. Oh, yeah, I don't get it. I think he's telling the truth, Inspector. I would have thought that coat was for me, and I have a birthday coming up soon. Okay, it's beginning to make sense to me now. But when you ran out on us, what were you going to help Janet do? Steal more furs? No, I didn't realize she was stealing furs. I just thought she was being used by someone who was. Now I've changed my mind. Since she sent me on a wild goose chase, Faraday, I admit I made a mistake. Ho oh, ho! So the great Boston Blackie admits that he made a mistake, does he? That's a good one. I know a hyena laughs better and looks better while he's doing it. Lay off me, will ya? I admit I made a mess out of this, but give me time, I'll straighten it out. I'll give you time. Five to ten years for obstructing justice. I could have nabbed that girl except for you. I'm sorry, Faraday. I thought she was an alright girl in a jam. Oh, Blackie, you were always a pushover for a pretty face, weren't you? I still am. Aren't you glad of that, Mary? Oh, I never thought of that. Hey, Faraday, who are you calling? Headquarters. Thanks to you and your stupidity, I'm going to send out an alarm for that girl. Look, I'll find her. I'll find her. Sure you will. In your office after I bring her in. If she isn't brought into my office pretty soon, you're going to find yourself there, under arrest. Outside. Hello, this is Inspector Faraday. 
Oh, I'm glad you called, Inspector. We've been looking everywhere for you. Never mind about me. I want you to look everywhere for a girl named Janet. Corning. Janet Corning. Five foot five inches, brown hair. Brown eyes and the cutest little dimples you ever saw. Brown eyes and the cutest little... I mean, she has prominent dimples. Get it? Yeah. I not only got the description, Inspector, but I've got the girl. What? Yes, sir. Well, hold her. I want... I want to question her. Sorry, Inspector. I'm afraid you can't do that because she's on a slab in the morgue. Dead. Dead? Yep. Somebody smothered her to death, we think. Okay, thanks. I'll be right down there. Rocky, your girlfriend Janet is dead. Dead? Oh, how awful. Could be worse, Mary. You see, I know who killed her. Sure, the guy at the phony address. How are you going to find him? I'm not going to find him, Faraday. He's going to find me. There's something else he wants. Only I've got it, and I'm going to keep it. Who's that? You want to know, Blackie? Who are you? What are you doing in my apartment? Maybe you'd like one answer at a time, huh? This time in the morning, one at a time is all I can understand. Who are you? Harry Barlow. Mean anything to you? Yes. You're uh, Janet Corning's partner, or should I say the late Janet Corning's partner? You know she's dead, huh? Blackie, you awake enough to see this gun in my hand? I saw that before I saw you. I don't know which of you I'm sorrier to see. Give me that key and you won't see either of us in a minute. What key? You know, the key that Janet gave you. The key to the safe deposit where I got the fur in. Oh, that key. I've got it, but Janet didn't give it to me. I lifted it out of her purse. What? Well, what's the difference how you got it? I want it. I'm leaving town, and I'm not leaving without those furs. All right. That gun in your hand, I guess there's nothing I can do but let you have the key. It's right there in the top drawer. I'll get it for you. Oh, no, you won't, Blackie. I'll get it myself. What's the matter? Don't you trust me? Oh, sure I trust you, Blackie. As long as you keep your hands right where they are. Yeah, that's the key, all right. But if you want to take it, I can't argue with you. But not with that gun there. I'm going to take it, all right. A little present for Papa. I got something for Papa, too, Harry. It's the poke in the jar I gave you that knocked you out, Barlow. But you wouldn't like to know what hit you when you grabbed the key. Is he, Blackie? No, come in, Faraday. Sit down. I was just sitting here with nothing else on my mind. You won't change that situation any. You've got nothing on your mind, but I've got plenty on mine, Blackie. Blackie, we have Harry Barlow Cole for those fur heisting jobs. And he's wanted for murder in the Midwest. How did you grab him? It's a secret, Faraday, but I'll give you a little hint. He went for that key I planted in my room. And did he get it? Sure did. Right across that big chin, I clipped him, Faraday. What was he doing all this time? I'll give it to you slowly, pal. He came into my room with a gun. Yeah? He knew I had the key to the box where the stolen furs were locked up. Yeah? I told him to take the key, but I forgot to tell him that I had wired it to the electrical socket. Oh, I get it. He grabbed the key, got a shock, and dropped his gun. You're close, kid. He yelled the shock, and I poked him one for luck. That acted kind of like a lullaby, because the next thing I knew, he was fast asleep. So that's how you did it, Blackie. I was wondering. 
He's a pretty tough character, they tell me. So I hear, but he fell asleep like a baby. Then I called you, Faraday. When he got out of the arms of Morpheus, he was snug in the arms of the law.